morning, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Look at us here on a Wednesday morning, 8th day of April, 2020. My name, that would be Nick. There's Big J right over there. Yeah. Very busy Wednesday show, middle of the week lined up for you. Not only do we have a movie review courtesy of Big J coming up before we hit 7 o'clock, not only do we have the return of Cage Match here on the morning after at 9.15 this morning with Shinedown going for victory number three, mayhaps. Mayhaps. We also have a guest on the show in the 7 o'clock hour. Uh, where, tell me the origin story of you and Megan again. Well, we, How did you meet? We grew up together. Is that what it was? You yeah, went to school we together? Just, yeah. Well, her brother and I, um, yeah, best friends in school. Okay. Elementary school, well, sixth grade, junior high, high school. I mean, their family was like my second family. Gotcha, so. gotcha. And, uh, and then she grew up to do what? She moved to Austin, actually did some country music for a while, um, was in a band. Uh, then she got into doing fashion and, uh, you know, designing dresses um, and moved back and has been doing that here. She's got a nice little shop downtown uh, on 8th Street in the Bodo called Rooney May Couture. Uh, makes a lot of beautiful dresses, made all the girls' uh, prom and uh, dresses, etc. So, great person. Yes, and uh, has been on before. Just had a child. Very nice. And uh, has transitioned her business as of late, and we're going to talk to her about that in the 7 o'clock hour that uh, could be very relevant to your collective interest, Treasure Valley. So we're going to talk to her about that in the 7 o'clock hour. Uh, Plus, we have prizes to give away. Uh, We have our CD stock that needs to be rated and mailed out to you. We will do that a couple times over during the course of the show as well. And we got a whole bunch of other things to get into as Wednesday moves forward, including some updates. But we should probably play some jams just to make sure you guys are jams. getting your morning off to the right start. It's Pearl Jam. It's Better Man. It's the X Rocks. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. In a time of social distancing and working from home, the world, she is a change in Big J. Oh, I didn't notice. Yes. No, it's true. Uh, even if you are stuck at home with your children, things are changing. You should know that you can at least hire a babysitter via video chat. What? Yeah. Sitter City is a website that helps people find babysitters and now has scaled their business model to offer babysitters virtually. Now, of course, you know that uh, babysitters usually hired for date nights or to give mom and dad a break and so they can go out, but that's just not a thing right now. So how do you get a break from your kids when you are around them all the time? The answer is Sitter City, Big J. Service basically means you'll have access to a professional who will engage your kids digitally for a short period of time so that you can work or take a breather in peace. I basically think of it like a, a, a you're hiring somebody to have an online class with your kids. Brand still recommends you go through the process of vetting the virtual babysitter as you would a regular sitter during your home. They encourage you to never leave your child unattended as the sitter is not able to physically supervise or control your child via the video. So are they really babysitting, Big J? No. No. You know how much it costs? Uh, probably a lot. Seventeen fifty an hour. Well, that's ridiculous. To virtually babysit your children. That's what Netflix is for. It's the equivalent of the same thing, yes. I mean, the whole idea, it's not like you can walk away for three hours if you have, like, a two-year-old. Yeah, you don't want to slot your kid. No. You know, chain him up in the basement. Can't do in it. In front of the TV. Can't do it. Didn't turn out well for him. Won't turn out well for your child. 
And pretty sure that's illegal to do that as well. Yeah, that too. So keep that in mind as you go forward. I'm just saying it's an option. Maybe if you got a 9 or a 10-year-old, that's something, perhaps. And a lot of money. Yeah. Congratulations. NHL Commissioner Gary Bettman on Tuesday raised the possibility for the first time since play was stopped four weeks ago because of the coronavirus pandemic. With 189 games remaining of the hockey season of not completing the regular season, which would be done to allow time to award the Stanley Cup. Bettman also said during his interview with uh, NBCSN that the league is considering playing games in neutral sites if all the teams aren't allowed into their home rinks. However, he also stressed that there are many options being considered, saying nothing's been ruled in, nothing has been ruled out. Meanwhile, the number of NHL players testing positive for COVID-19 rose to eight as it was announced that a third Avalanche player tested positive. Five members of the Senators have also tested positive during the course of this little outbreak as well. Man. Major League Baseball said yesterday it's discussed plans to hold games in one location, but hasn't reached any decisions yet. That came after an ESPN report that Major League Baseball is discussing playing all games in Arizona in empty ballparks without fans as early as May. Half of MLB's teams have spring training in Arizona, the other half in Florida. There are 10 spring training ballparks, and the Diamondbacks Chase Field are all within 50 miles. Florida Springs training ballparks uh, separated as much as 220 miles, which is why Arizona is more favorable to uh, the Major League Baseball because everything's much, much closer together there than it is in Florida. Um, and it is, man. I don't know. You know, uh, the, the spring training fields are just right on top of each other. So I still don't think that's a great idea, uh, but we'll see what ends up happening here. People are desperate for stuff. So desperation may lead to mm, not such wise decision making. Who knows? The cast of Young Sheldon, Desperate Housewives, Jesse, and Barry will reunite for a live stream episode of Stars in the House uh, to raise money for the Actors Fund, a COVID-19 benefit. Henry Wrinkler, Stephen Root, uh, Annie Potts, Marsha Cross, Vanessa Williams, Dana Delaney, Eva Longoria all signed on. The show is set for April 12th. That's this Sunday. Damn. At 8 p.m. for some live shows to have some fun and raise some money. All online, of course. All virtually live. And you can enjoy it much like some of the concerts that have been going on here. Uh, it's the second time they've done something like this, and it all raises money for out-of-work actors currently uh, dealing with stuff because of the COVID-19 outbreak. So it's something to look forward to on Sunday live programming if you're into it. There's your send nude song of the day. It's Serenity by Godsmack on 100.3. The X rocks in the morning after with Nick and Big J. Yesterday, right around this time or so, Big J selected a movie to watch for you and to give you a very professional review of. It was a movie called The Kid Who Would Be King. Big J, what the hell is it about and how is it? Well, first, I'd like to say this, that I really dig the going between all the different, uh, you know, platforms for streaming uh-huh. a lot of work on your part yeah well i try so it's about time <laughs> uh and and i like it so uh the kid who would be king stars uh let's see we talked a little bit about roberta ferguson yesterday she is uh the uh, antagonist here and not in the movie for very long patrick stewart also appears in this and it, the kid who would be king is basically a kid's movie uh taken from the perspective of uh king arthur and the knights of the round table okay uh, and so uh, it stars this uh, this kid, uh, Lewis Ashburn Circus, Andy Circus's son. His name is Alex in this movie, and he is a, uh, a kid going to school. He gets bullied a little bit, and uh, that plays into the movie. When you get down to it, it's uh, it's a play on the fact that he is King Arthur, and he uh, is... <laughs> 
it, it, by the way, this is in uh, contemporary times. So right. it's taking place now here in modern times. And, uh, you know, it, it's kind of interesting, too, because as you watch this movie and, and the premise of it, the beginning is showing how unstable the world is. And this is before, you know, it really got unstable and what we're living through now. But that kind of plays into the fact that uh, the main uh, per, uh, antagonist here, Rebecca Ferguson's Morgana, uh, wants to come back from the uh, the dark realm to take over the world and, you know, destroy everything sure and so he's got he he kind of uh finds out this there is a, a merlin in this patrick stewart plays merlin there's a young version of merlin and the beginning of this character is is kind of interesting and weird he does all these kind of like you know he, obviously he's uh the sorcerer and has all these spells and he does some weird stuff with his hands and uh noises that he makes it's kind of off-putting at first but then it becomes really cool okay so uh that's an interesting aspect to this so does james mcavoy play young james, uh, patrick stewart yeah, yeah, they really go into like three different realms of Merlin's here. No, that's not what happened, but that would have been funny. Uh, so basically, uh, this this kid Alex has to, and his, his best friend, uh, they, they need to figure out this and uh, do a, a little uh, quest to get not only he finds out that he can pull out a sword, but learning that this whole story and what's happening and, and then, then going through with uh, following Merlin on the quest to be able to defeat Morgana. Gotcha. And they employ everybody uh, in their school, the two bullies that have been bullying them. They have to, you know, make friends with them and get them to help, you know, them. And it's it's an interesting process. And, and I, I tell you what, man, uh, kids movies like this right now is the perfect thing for me because it's just, you know, you're not thinking about all that stuff. You're thinking about these kids and the, the stuff that they uh, do and going on this quest it was a lot of fun. So you enjoyed it? Oh, yeah. Better than you thought it was going to be? Oh, yeah, for sure. And, you know, great performances by this uh, Andy Serkis' kid. Probably can act better than he can. Uh, and then you've got other performances from young young people. That's a really interesting aspect. I, I like seeing the kids' movies when these kids can act. And it makes me think, boy, uh, George Lucas sure does not, not know how to pick a kid actor. Leave Jake alone. He's already no. uh, a drug addict because of all this stuff. It's, it's Lucas' fault. Uh, and so... It's this is one of those movies that that everybody who's seen it says it's really good. It just didn't do very well at the box office. Is that one of the cases? Well, did you? it go to the box office? It, oh, it totally did. It totally oh, okay. did, and it did not do very well. Maybe it was a, you know competing with Wimpy Kid eighteen. Who knows what it was competing? Um, with. I mean, it's you know it, it's a kids movie, and I don't know why it, it reminded me of like the Airbender series of movies. Yeah. Um, Maybe it's so, just uh, no matter what you do with King Arthur, it's not going to bring box office numbers. Yeah, King Arthur's like this is so old. I mean, you know, I almost I almost wanted to go watch King Arthur, uh, <laughs> the Guy Ritchie movie, which is fantastic, and it's everybody good. should see that movie too. So you know what, this is something you can watch with a kid, and if if you don't have your kids, you can watch it and feel better about uh, the world and just kind of take a take a, a two hour break. It is streaming on HBO Go or now, whichever one you have. But the kid who would be king officially, Big J approved. Official Big J approved. Check it out. You got nothing but time on your hands now. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Locally, numbers for the coronavirus continue to rise here in the state. We're up to 1,210 cases statewide. Uh, we added two more deaths yesterday as well. We're up to 15 as a state. And that's unfortunate. And then uh, Brad Little yesterday. Strongly kind of suggested without actually coming out and saying it, but don't expect this whole stay-at-home stuff to be lifted on April 15th like he originally said it would. 
Uh, they he kind of stopped short of saying we're going to extend it. Uh, but you know, listen. Uh, once again, this is where common sense has to kind of play a little bit of a role. So we have the president saying April 30th at the bare minimum right now is a good idea for everybody to stay at home. Governor Little says the 15th, and he says, but, you know, probably, almost certainly, things will not get back to normal on April 16th. So you got to probably start preparing yourself for that school, soft closure till the end of the year. You know, I mean, reality of it is it's probably not going to come back on in a couple of days like it's supposed to. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I didn't expect it. No, no, no. Yeah. And, and, and this is kind of what I'm doing. I mean, I'm not trying to uh, predict what's going to happen or put the words words into the governor's mouth. But uh, the reality of the situation is, I mean, I, I feel like we're looking at the very least at the end of this month, if not longer. So you should probably start to wrap your head around that now as it's April 8th, that things are not going to be lifted. Everything's not going to return to normal or any semblance of it come April 15th. Just a... Uh, Simple deduction from what I have gathered. Not actual stuff coming out of anybody's mouth. I'm just telling you. Speculation, Nick. Yes. That's yes. the word you're looking for. I'm trying to do my best here to give you guys some information that I feel will be coming soon, but hasn't officially come yet. Gary Bettman said yesterday the NHL might actually just shut down the whole season because of the coronavirus stuff. Uh, he says, of course, nothing's been ruled in, nothing's been ruled out. But he's the first commissioner of the sports that has said that this might be the way this whole thing comes to pass. Uh, Major League Baseball, meanwhile, talking about maybe doing all the games with no crowds in Arizona. I mean, you know, I don't know. I, I still have to feel like I still feel like this has to be all over before they start doing any of this stuff. Otherwise, you're just taking unnecessary risks with shared. Uh, you know, that's how the basketball thing blew up. Everybody's using the same stuff and that stuff. There's so much. Yeah, nobody's talking about the testing aspect of, of this and how, you know, society could get rolling again if we have uh, an easier testing situation. You know, those testing machines that can, you know, pop out a result in five minutes could be very useful. Now, I'm not suggesting that, you know, you show up to a venue and you take a test and they let you in kind of thing. But in general, you know, the ability to be able to test if somebody's got uh, this or not is going to drastically re- reduce people spreading it. Agreed. Agreed. But I, I would I would say if we have that technology, boy, I sure would like it to see it in, like, cities before I see baseball teams using it to play baseball games. That makes oh, sense? no, 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 no. I'm not talking about the baseball games. Oh. I'm talking in general. Well, yes, of course. Um, and, and, you know, I, I don't know what the prediction for that timeline is, but there is no. You can speculate like I just did. What do you think? Tomorrow. All right. See if he's right. Probably not. CBS's first year drama, All Rise, will resume production for an episode about the coronavirus. The episode will be produced virtually and constitutes the first time a scripted series has ever tried to do this and pull it off. The Hollywood Reporter says the episode will use FaceTime, Zoom, WebEx, and other online technology to film the episode. It will air May 4th and will be very topical. Now, I don't know what All Rise is. I'm guessing from the title, it's a courtroom drama, Big J. Would I be right? You would probably be correct. Uh, And I know it's the first year, so I don't know anything about who's in it or anything like that. But, you know, in a time where we don't have a whole lot of new television out there, maybe this is something that could get people to tune in and see the first ever scripted virtual production of a television show. All Rise! Coming May 4th. Here's traffic. I'll allow it. 
I was going to say, give it up to the, the editors and producers and, you know, folks in the back end who, who have to do all that hard work that, to put all that different stuff together. Yeah, for sure. Oh, I don't even know if it'll be easier or more difficult when putting that stuff together. I'm sure much more difficult. How about we step inside the X Workforce Traffic Center, see how you're going this morning. Brought to you by Can Do and Showers Insurance, CV. We are once again headed to Florida for today's We're Going to Hell story. Specifically, Flagler County, uh, right around the Daytona Beach area, Big Jay. Oh. And uh, I know it's uh, probably hard. Maybe you've lost track of it. I know I did as I was learning about it yesterday, but Sunday's Easter, man. Yeah. Uh, any Easter Literally, plans? Jesus will return. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, any Easter plans? No, the wife had mentioned yesterday uh, doing an Easter egg hunt. Uh-huh. But actually, um, we have a bunch of, you know, mini bottles of liquor. I see. So, you know, putting that in uh, for the family to go find. I think she's losing it. (laughs) All right. Nice. I like the idea, though. It's kind of cool. And so whatever it is that you are doing for Easter, hopefully it's safe, fun, and uh, socially distancing as well. Uh, But sheriff deputies in Flagler County, Florida, are trying to find out who's masterminding a very bizarre Easter egg hunt. Uh, The sheriff's office said Monday in a news release, the person that is doing this is not only a very sick individual, but could be spreading COVID-19 by their actions. What's happening, BJ? Well, on Sunday, police received several calls about very strange plastic eggs ending up in people's mailboxes. According to the deputies... Residents around the Daytona Beach area said, you know, the flag on their mailboxes was left in the up position, right? Right. And uh, you know what that usually signifies. You got There's mail going out. Correct. Outbound mail. Mail person, please pick up the mail. But they're like, hey, I didn't raise my flag. What's up with that? So they went out to look. And when they look inside, they found one of those, like, plastic cheap Easter eggs that you can buy at, like, the drugstore or whatever. You know, usually you fill them with candy for the kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Inside the plastic Easter egg, oh, residents no. found one goldfish-shaped cracker, one single-ply sheet of toilet paper, a powder drink mix, and then crumpled up was a piece of paper. When they opened up the piece of paper, what was it, Big J? A nice, hot, pornographic image. God, According that's a big egg. to the news release. It was just a standard-sized egg. It was just a small you know, picture that he crumpled up. And obviously, it's not like the uh, goldfish cracker, the one single piece of toilet paper is taking up a lot of space. Uh, the powder drink mix is like uh, one of those, like, you know, 99 cent things you can buy at the Walmart that you fold in half and you put it into like a uh, tab of water. So uh, they're trying to figure out who's putting pornographic Easter eggs in people's mailboxes. The sheriff's office is calling on residents that maybe have some home surveillance video that could have captured the culprit to call the agency's non emergency line for some tips. And so they want to try to figure out if this person's doing this to try to be nice, if he's being uh, fairly disturbed, or if he's doing something bad. And obviously the sheriffs are saying, listen, if you find an Easter egg in your mailbox, don't open it up. We're not sure who's touched it, why they've touched it, why it's in there. But damn, that's not very Eastery either. I mean, you know, I can understand, you know, maybe trying to do something nice for a fellow man and... You know, maybe surprising somebody, but, you know, throwing in the pornographic image seems a bit weird. Yeah, yeah. Very, very bizarre. Like, you had, you you seemed to be goodwill up until that point. 
I mean, yeah, thanks for the toilet paper and the cracker and the the powder drink mix. But why why are you giving me the porn? That's not what you want to do on Easter, is it? Pornography? No. Well, I mean, that I would know. probably that's I, I can tell you that's against the tenets of the Lord. Yeah. How yeah. is he about uh, alcohol Easter egg hunts though? Pretty cool. Loves them. Nice. Well, you know, he did turn water into wine. True. So. Didn't turn water into, like, uh, Jim Beam, though. Yeah, but I mean, you know, you don't have to get hammered off of it. Well, no, but I'm guessing you're not hiding bottles of red wine, the, the blood of Christ around your house, you? could you? be. You never know. I bet you're not. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Up next, we are going to talk to a very nice person named Megan about a very cool thing she is doing for the people of the Treasure Valley and beyond details next on the x-rocks ordinarily we're all about music fun companionship uh the morning after nick and big j on the phone with us is uh megan from uh, rooney make a tour now you know usually we've talked to you before about you know your dressmaking business and and something really crazy happened the coronavirus and so you've had to kind of pivot and do something interesting talk a little bit about what you decided to do absolutely well as you know the coronavirus has affected everybody and weddings are being canceled all of our events and galas are being canceled so that's the majority of my clientele i do custom dresses and custom gowns i was just kind of preparing for a very slow season and my fiance's sister is working in the medical field and she asked me if i could make her some masks so i started doing a little research on the best ones and working with her on, you know, fabrics and fit that works well for people in the medical field. And I made her a couple masks, posted it on social media, and then it just kind of took on a life of its own. So realized that there's a big need and obviously everybody is pretty worried and, and it kind of gives people a peace of mind to have a piece of protective gear. We have been around the clock making masks now. Yeah, you know, I mean, taking all of your uh, the materials that you normally make dresses from, and, and I imagine that um, you, you probably had to do a little bit of uh, research on, on, on the masks and what goes into making them and, and what makes them safe too, right? Absolutely. I'm not using a lot of the dress fabrics just because it's not the proper content. Um, I use some of that fabric for like the accessory pieces like straps and things. That was one of the things that she requested was straps that go around your head versus around your ears. So we made a design that fits a little bit more comfortably um, and that you can adjust the how tight it goes. Um, but yeah, I've been researching different fabrics, what causes the most protection. I guess there's multiple layers to use. Also, you want to be able to breathe through it. And that's a hard thing is to find something that's really protective, but that also gives you a lot of uh, breathability. You know, but, you know, it's oh, it's cool. We're all we're all at home. We're all dealing with what we have to deal with. It's it's totally understandable. And, and so my sewing assistant. <laughs> and so uh, as you get these masks more and more done, as you said, you're working around the clock on these things. Uh, where where are you deciding to go with them, and what are you deciding to do with them right now? Um, well, right now, I mean, basically within a day, it became too much work for me to handle on my own. I had no idea that there was going to be that much demand that quickly. So I've been employing a lot of my people in my network that are at work right now. Um, so teaching people how to sew the masks and cut them. And uh, we are working in all different environments. Some of us are working at home. Some of us are working out of my shop uh, downtown. And then we're getting together and shipping them all out. But I am selling them on Etsy, which is a platform I've used for years with dresses. That seems to be fairly 
fairly streamlined, so it's easy for people to see the product and order it for, straight from there. Yeah, and you know, I mean, I, I mean, just a couple of days ago, the CDC said, "Hey, you know what? Now it is a good idea now for everybody when they go outdoors to be to be wearing a mask." That was something that changed here. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm sure the demand also kind of went skyrocketed after that was announced. <laughs> Absolutely. It was already getting busy. And then that day, we basically ran out of printer ink and paper because we were printing orders so quickly. Yeah. And uh, it's, I don't think it's going to stop. I mean, it seems to be, that was definitely a spike, but it seems to just be pretty steady with the orders coming in and people wanting, you know, people still want to have something that is their personality. And so they're requesting certain fabrics like Big J, (laughs) wanting to have something that you can wear that's actually part of your fashion statement and as a designer that really speaks to me because I know that it's hard for people to give up all the social things we've been doing but if we can still have a way to I guess promote our individuality why not and so as long as I'm able to provide those I'm happy to do it because it's kind of fun to come up with new concepts and designs and colors that people can wear so I think that's part of the reason that the orders are still coming in because it's not just a boring surgical mask those are hard to come by anyways Absolutely. And we're supposed to be reserving all of the actual medical equipment for the frontline workers in the medical field. So like I said, our design is is under progress. I mean, we've been doing this all of a week, Yeah. but we have been researching it for a couple of weeks and working with people that know what the best methods are. We have a removable filter that's disposable. So the mask is washable. The filter can be removed if you're in a really high risk environment. It's recommended. Basically, the more layers between you and any kind of contamination is great. So we can't make any medical claims, obviously, but obviously the CDC has said wear a mask. It helps you not to touch your face. It helps you to uh, have any kind of protection is better than nothing. Megan, as somebody that uh, can't sew a button, how complicated are these things <laughs> to put together and, and make on a regular basis? Uh, I mean, honestly, the mask industry has blown up. So it can be as complicated as you want. But obviously, because I'm trying to get these out quickly, I'm trying to keep the design fairly simple. I can make... Eight to ten an hour. Nice, nice. And what's the turnaround like for you? Like if we jump on Etsy, we order something, what do, what do you think the average, to, obviously depending on what part of the country you're in, it makes sense, obviously, right? Sure. Without shipping times, um, I say we're about three to five days out maximum. We're getting most everything out early. We're still about two days ahead of shipping deadlines, which is great, but... Yeah, we're just adding more people. So right. if, if anybody wants to sew, hit <laughs> me up. Hit <laughs> yeah, me up. We could use you. That's, uh, that's awesome. And, you know, I mean, the, the crazy thing about this is local business and, and having to be innovative to not only survive but also, uh, you know, do a service for the community. It's, it's pretty awesome right. what you're doing, and we appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. We're just we're all trying to stay afloat through this, and it's not something I ever expected I would be doing full time. But I'm happy to do it. People are really grateful for the product, and we're just going to keep making masks until we can. And if we're on Etsy or we want to look up for your masks specifically, what's the best place we can look, or where should we go? We tried to simplify it. So if you text MJ Masks to four one four one one, it takes you directly to the link. Beautiful, beautiful. Wow. We should do that. You guys should get them. It's smart to be able to do it and happy to help out Megan in the process. Thank you for making time. And thank you for the pivot, man. Helping out the community in a time like this is a great thing to be doing. And so we appreciate everything that you've done as well. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. Here's traffic. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. People across the U.S. are being urged to stay home during the coronavirus outbreak. So, guess what's having a moment right now? Grocery store delivery services, my friend. Yeah. Uh, Only issue is, they're kind of struggling to keep up with the demand. 
I can imagine. Uh, basically, the issue is that increased deliveries would mean a big investment in a lot of places doing stuff and making sure they have everything they need. And, you know, U.S. Uh, here in the U.S., millions of people turn to things like Instacart, Amazon, and Walmart for grocery delivery services. Uh, the sales jumped by about 66% during the week of March 2nd all the way through the month of March. That's up two-thirds from a year before. Traditional supermarkets use people to pick items off store shelves, so it's a little easier to increase productivity with demand. They just have to hire more people. Amazon, for example, is looking for about 100,000 more staff. Instacart's looking to add 300,000 gig workers. That's more than doubling the people it has picking and delivering groceries. Now, Instacart is like the um, internet equivalent to Uber. Basically, you, you, you're you picking some rando to go grab your stuff. Make sense? Yeah. So somebody's doing the shopping for you and then dropping it off at your house. That's a little bit different. My buddy's wife does Instacart in Arizona. And so that's kind of a good way to supplement the income. I don't know if it's here in the Treasure Valley yet, though, to be honest. I don't think it is. I haven't tried to look, though. But uh, there are certainly a lot of different places that do the curbside uh, delivery that deliver to your home. I know Albertsons is home delivery. I know a bunch of them have the actual, you know, come and order your stuff online and then come grab it. And we'll put you in a stall, give you a number, and drop off your groceries. Uh, but that's kind of not surprising that those numbers have seen themselves gone through the roof in the last month, right? Through the roof. Have you done any of that in the last month? Delivery to the house? Or even curbside stuff. Curbside, yeah. Yeah, you order online and go pick it up? Um, yeah, well, at the very beginning... Uh, did from Walmart, but, yeah. but it happened since then. But uh, it's if it's if you're having a hard time finding certain things, which we haven't lately here uh, with a trip to the store, uh, it's a good idea because they'll find stuff. And then the good thing about it too is if they don't have it, they'll substitute something. Sometimes you can get more. Sometimes you can for cheaper price. But sometimes you also just don't get it at all. And that's what? the other thing. Yeah, it's true. Like, I mean, if they ha- if you order toilet paper online, they just don't have any. You're, well, you not- can't order it. Well, uh, right. That's what I mean. But sometimes they will, and then they'll go around thinking they have it, and then they don't. And you just don't get it. Well. But they they update you at your curbside stuff what has made it or what I'll has been substituted. I'll update them. <laughs> no, you won't because you weren't in the Trust store. Trust me. Uh, Gary Bettman says maybe the NHL is going to shut things down uh, and not play the rest of their regular season. Uh, we'll see what ends up happening. He was talking to things about NMA on NBCSN and was saying that nothing's been ruled in, but nothing's been ruled out either. So they're considering all options here for the NHL. Meanwhile, baseball is looking at maybe moving all their games to Arizona as early as May and playing them in empty ballparks. Of course, Arizona has got a bunch of spring training ballparks. Uh, Florida does too, but Arizona's, uh, you know, all they've got about oh, 11 ballparks. Uh, in a span of 50 miles down in Florida, while half the teams are there, you're looking at eight ballparks separated by as much as 220 miles. So it's a little bit more concentrated in Arizona, which is why they're thinking that makes the most sense. Don't know if they're going to do it or not. So don't you know hold your breath and wait for it. It may not happen at all. Tuesday morning, Big J, it, it almost seemed like it was a little bit of normalcy. We got a new movie trailer for the first time in like forever. Yeah. Chris Hemsworth uh, debuted the trailer for his upcoming Netflix film Extraction. Uh, and so he thought that it might be a great way to, I don't know, maybe go back to normal, at least just a little bit. 
Uh, he debuted it on, uh, on on Twitter. He, of course, is Thor. Uh, and, uh, you know, Joe and Anthony Russo, the team behind a lot of the Avengers movies and uh, the community show that you're now watching, Big J, uh, is also doing this particular movie, which was helmed by Sam Hargrave. Uh, it premieres on Netflix on April 24th, so you still have well over a month before you can see some Chris Hemsworth action. But the trailer looked pretty good. Oh, man. looked great. All right. So you can watch it. Chris for- Hemsworth, by the way, super underrated actor. Yeah, he's great in pretty much everything, although I never did see the hacker movie he made. Did you see that one? Yeah, Black uh, Blackout. Was it good? Yeah. I don't think it's called Blackout. Morning After is Black Something, though. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff Black for the hat. 8 o'clock. Black 8 o'clock hat. There you go. Here's traffic. Like the Janet Jackson song. Rhythm uh, is a nation? No, no. Again. <laughs> it's not the song. We have got ourselves some pop culture smackdown coming up in a few minutes. But first, we have to check out the X Workforce Traffic Center. It's brought to you by Suez Water, Idaho, CB. Sure, smackdown. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Yeah, and we'll hook you up here with the uh, DVD, uh, uh, Blu ray. I'm sorry. Those are different technologies, Nick. Uh, Eagles of Death Metal Alive. Blu-ray that uh, from Paris that we'll hook you up with, and a new sticker. We got new stickers in the mail, Nick. Fresh. Oh, yeah? Yeah. When did those come? Yesterday. Oh. How come you didn't tell me? Because I, I just, you know, I thought about it. Just now. Do you need some? I can get you some. Well, no. I just uh, probably should tell the people that were waiting for them to come that they're here. Uh, wonderful. New stickers. How do they look? The same as the old ones. Oh, they do? Did they come in the mail? Yeah. Were there other stickers there, too? We uh, should probably be having this conversation off the air. No, I like it better on air. Yeah, well, I'm not getting the answers I need. 208-287-1003 is the number that you need to call if you would like to play a little thing called Pop Culture Smackdown. All you have to do is answer some Big J questions correct and beat me in the process, and things are going to be better for you as far as the world of your Blu-ray collection is concerned. Good morning, EX. Hey, how's it going? What's up, man? What's your name? Colton. All right, Colton. Good luck. Buzz Lightyear is a toy from what Disney Pixar movie? Toy Story. All right, that's correct. Nick, what color hair does Sega, the Sega character Sonic the Hedgehog have? Blue. Blue is All right. right. Good job, man. Uh, this character has been played by Adam West in the small screen and by Michael Keaton, Val Kilmer, Christian Bale on the big screen, just to name a few. Who is it? Batman. Right. Batman. Nick, this international superstar is the reason Rotten Tomatoes exists. This international superstar? Yes, yes. Is the reason it exists? Yes. I figured this might be one of the weird things you know, but apparently it's not. I'm trying to figure out what you mean. It, it, like The reason Rotten Tomatoes was even created is because of this superstar. International superstar. Huh. I'll you don't know the, answer, the explanation though. to it. I'll say Jackie Chan. Yeah, that's right. Is it? God. Right. Why would? Why <laughs> did he have anything to do with Rotten Tomatoes? Why would you ruin my plans? Uh, uh, the because the uh, the primary reason the uh, the site was created is because like, a huge Jackie Chan fan had created the website after collecting reviews of all of Chan's Hong Kong movies when he started doing movies here in the United States. Gotcha. And that's how you ended up with Rotten Tomatoes. Rumble in the Bronx is great. Uh, what uh, what movie franchise action figures did Kenner start producing in the seventies that led to its success and popularization of the three point seven five inch action figures uh how about gi joe no wrong not a kenner property 
Not a Kenner property. But Bad guess. Pro. Hello, the X. Uh oh. Uh oh. Good morning, the X. Hello. 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 Oh, we tried. Hello, the X. Hey, how's it going? Good, man. Hey, what movie franchise action figures did Kenner start producing in the 70s that led to its success and the popularization of the 3.75-inch action figure? Um, Movie franchise in the 70s. Uh, Smurfs? What? what? I have no idea. Did you just see the Smurfs? It is a movie franchise and a 70s thing. Hello, the X. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Big J, we may have a problem with this one. Hello, the X. Yes, are you guys still doing pop culture snacks out? Yeah, we are. Have hey. the answer to your question? Oh, yeah, what is it? Kenner. Kenner. Uh, it is it Star Wars? Yes, you, you get the right answer. Star Wars. Right. Star, Star Wars. Wars. Uh, let's see. Nick, odd job was the Bond henchman in which James Bond movie? Doctor No? That is incorrect. Wrong. Do you know the answer? First and Pussy. Nope. Nope. It was wrong. Goldfinger. Goldfinger. Congratulations, man. Uh, You've got yourself tickets to nothing, but you do have a Blu-ray coming your way. Hang on one second. We'll get your information and mail it out to you and make sure you're set and good to go there. We will do a round of headlines. That is happening next on the X-Rock. Here's the facts. It's time for Headlines on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Headlines are as follows. Take it easy. This is not a movie and inventive. This is not a movie. Uh, this had to had a whole new layer of scary to the pandemic for some. Police officers in Louisiana this morning are apologizing profusely as uh, they decided to blast the alarm sound from the movie The Purge to alert to alert residents that the 9 p.m. curfew is beginning. Great. Good yeah. idea. <laughs> Officers patrolling Crowley, Louisiana, blasted the siren noise from the 2013 horror movie from their cars as they informed residents they would not be allowed to leave their homes until 6 o'clock the next morning. The Purge, of course, takes place in the dystopian future. And in a world where there is one day of the year where all crime is legal for 12 hours, including, of course, murder. Murder. And And they decided to play that sound. Now, granted... Is it a different siren than the normal emergency siren? Oh, no. The the, the siren is like, announcement, the purge is beginning, and they played the whole thing. Oh, oh. Yeah. Oh, wow. No, it was bad, and it was a terrible idea. Wow, that's really dumb. (laughs) Terrible idea. Now, listen, odds are that not all the residents from Crowley, Louisiana are familiar with the movie and would recognize it from it. But Would a legal defense be acceptable if bad things were to happen at that very moment? I would I would have a hard time believing that 12 people of your peers would say that just because somebody played the purge listen, sound effect... the cops made played the purge sound and they got killed. What do you want? ...made you believe that it was okay to murder somebody. Uh, you would be hard-pressed to get off on that, I think, while it does not excuse the idea at all. Take it easy or inventive? Inventive. A pair of Missouri residents shared videos of their creative way to interact with their police and delivery driver and retrieve their food without leaving their second-floor apartment. The video shows the residents lowering a box from the window of their apartment above the pawn shop in Park Hills. The filmer and their roommate inform the driver the box contains their payment and a tip and then ask the driver to place the pizza in the box and then they raise it back up to the window. 
The video says, quote, me and my roommate wanted pizza. We went online, saw the contactless way to get pizza. So we tied a box with yarn, tied them together, hung the box with money on it out the window and asked the pizza we put in the box. It was like a modern day pulley system, Big J, if you will, for pizza. The pizza pulley. The pizza pulley. What do you think? Would you buy one? No. You don't need to. You don't live on the second floor. Right? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm a single, I'm a, I'm a lower floor domicile. You have a ranch house is what you meant. I got a ranch Because there is no upstairs, right? At all? In the Big J domicile? Oh, it depends. I mean, there's an attic, but there's no upstairs, right? <laughs> yeah, you're right. Okay. Uh, wrap it up with Take It Easy. Everybody's feeling a bit weird these days, but some are handling it a little bit better than others. A woman in Florida caught the attention of the Indian River County Police on March 26th when she was spotted dancing around a residential street while stripping down completely nude. Police say the woman appeared to be under the influence of an unknown drug, and then after she stripped, she starts swinging a golf club around and she was dancing. Uh, that's not okay. She was jailed on a disorderly conduct charge. So I know that sometimes you get a little stir-crazy in your house, but I assure you keeping all your clothes on is probably the best way to go during this whole thing. Agree? At least uh, in public. Yes, yes. In public and, in and public. probably if you're cooped up in your house with your, uh, you know, your teenage daughters. Also true. You are keeping your clothes on, right? Yeah. Okay. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. You're up to date on everything. Morning after with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. And uh, we've got a fresh new compact disc filled with music that we can send to you in the mail. The United States Postal Service doing great work delivering in this time of crisis and we'll throw in a sticker brand new stickers nick fresh as well and a note from yours truly if you can figure out that impression random rock is your prize delivered right to your home 208-287-1003 is the phone number that you need to call if you'd like to play big j has prepared three clues they revolve around somebody that is world renowned and famous if you can figure out who that famous person is in those three clues or less of course then the prize becomes yours. Your music library grows. Your sticker collection Hello. also grows. Hello. Hello. Can you hear me? Hello. 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 Uh-huh. My God. <laughs> Hello, the X. What's going on? What's up, man? How are you? Not a lot. Good. <laughs> not a lot. <laughs> not a lot. There's not much going on, man. Uh, that's the truth. All right, here we go. Like The Rock went from pro wrestling to action hero. Mm, might need the next one. I've been in movies like Stuber, Hotel Artemis, and a henchman in the Bond movie Spectre. Ugh. I think I need the next one again. I mean, ugh. <laughs> My big break in the movies came by playing Drax in Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh my god, I don't watch any of those. Well, you're an idiot! <laughs> Whoa! Whatever. Easy. Simmer down. I want that sticker, so, uh, uh, the wrestler? Yes. Yeah. He, he is a wrestler. Yes. Yep. Just, Turned actor. It was last God. year. He was at, uh, Wrestle, uh, all? No. Well, I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. You got me today, I guess. I don't got it. That's I'm like sorry. most days. Big J is testing <laughs> today. Hello, the X. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Did you hear Dave, Dave Bautista? Right yeah. 
Well done. Hang on one second. We'll send that CD your way Good and job. directly to your home. Why is Dave Batista in the news? Uh, he's, well, I mean, he was part of uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy, of course. Nobody would know James Gunn if I tried to do that. We would, we would take 10, 15, 20 years to get there. But uh, I, I to- we totally missed this, or maybe it just was me, Nick. But yesterday, uh, James Gunn, is, who's back now on yeah. social media, thank goodness, uh, did a live Twitter session uh, while watching Guardians of the Galaxy It was with awesome. Fans. I did see that. And uh, I wish I had known about that. I totally missed. I don't know why I missed that. But he, uh, he just some really, really cool, interesting insights into the movie. You know, he told you exactly what time to start it. And then it just it's a really fun thing to do that you and and Sean, his brother, was doing it as well and uh, yeah. doing some facts. It was actually really, really fun and really entertaining. Yeah, and, cool. uh, you know, one of the, his, James Gunn's favorite scenes is near the end. Uh, he says it makes him cry every time when, um, you know, Drax hugs Rocket uh, at the end of the movie because, obviously, Groot uh, has, has died. Sorry to spoil the movie for you. But uh, he did happen to mention also that uh, that Guardians uh, Volume Three is going to be uh, coming along, and it will happen, and that uh, Rocket's going to be a big, huge part of that movie. Has to. We have to know his origin, right? Yeah. Have to figure it out where he came from. Who created him? And so I think that's a big part. And I know he's got like uh, I think he said he was on like the second or third draft of the script. So. Uh, got to be close to being done. I mean, he's got Suicide Squad to finish up first before they even get into pre-production for that. But good to know he's still working so and a good movie series to revisit if you have disney plus uh they're on there so check it out morning after with nick and big j will wrap up the show here next on the x rock <laughs> wrap up the old morning after with nick and big j on this wednesday morning thanks for hanging out with us on this eighth day of april we do appreciate it very much thanks to megan for joining us talking about her masks that she has transitioned from making dresses to masks for everybody involved uh we can check out the uh, the podcast if you missed any part of the interview it is up now on xrock.com also available on the morning afters uh where the old facebook page there you can click the direct link to the interview if you want but if people want to be a part of it big j do you have the uh, the what they should text to the number yeah if you want to get a uh, mask uh mj masks to uh, and you text to 41411 and mj masks is one word and it'll get you exactly the link that you need directly to the masks that we were talking about this morning if you would like them uh one more point of order big j before we wrap up we need a winner for cage match uh the winner is shinedown that is three wins in a row yeah thank you to uh, everybody who uh called in and voted today and texted Appreciate it. We do appreciate all the votes, that is for sure. Reminder, uh, your next set of X-Rock brought to you by Team Mazda Subaru and their website, GoTeamSaveMoney.com. Great place to get started for your next new or used car adventure, including the Fresh Start credit buttons right there on the website, GoTeamSaveMoney.com. That leaves you at the floor, Big J. Uh, I'm not prepared. What? I don't believe you. Uh, no. Uh, make sure, by the way, to to keep us up on uh, all the happenings and, and the things that are, are going on as far as you know, businesses that are in need and uh, businesses that are contributing or doing something. Uh, you can give us an email at together at lotusboise.com and uh, we will uh, update that on, on a daily basis. You can find a list of those kind of things in restaurants that are doing curbside and pickup at xrock.com. Yep, it's all there, so check it out. Jason Drew is up next. We shall see you tomorrow. It is the X Rocks. <laughs>